Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good afternoon, my friend. So nice to see you. I know it's been a few days, maybe more yes. than a few, maybe more than a few days, uh, that we have not been, uh, on the air and talking to our posse, the, 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 the Rant and Rave posse, uh, at home. But we are back after, uh, a little bit of an absence, right? No, I didn't know we had a posse. That's good to know. You got a posse. You got a posse. You got a little posse. Yeah. Yeah, because you're traveling all over with the family. That's fine. You go have your fun. Do your fun thing. (laughs) I'm taking care of business here. Uh, Hey, we hope everybody's doing awesome out there, wherever and whenever you happen to be listening to our podcast. We are recording this on the 31st of July, 2023. Middle of summer. We hope you're staying cool, calm, and collected. Uh, we're going to open the show with a question mark for my Oh, question here. mark. There we go. Yeah. What are you more shocked by in the last week? The fact that people have, uh, on Capitol Hill have finally admitted we've got uh, UFOs landing on our planet or that Joe Biden actually admitted he has another granddaughter, <laughs> which is a more shock. Are, the, are those my two choices, Dave? Are those two. Two? <laughs> I figure it's pretty close. Oh, yeah. Well, for guys like us, we knew the UFO thing. We'll get into that later in the show. But I mean, yeah. that, that's been going on since the for, late 40s, early 50s. But guys like us who've been awake for a while, you know, people are like watching the news are like, oh, my God, really? They've been keeping this secret for 50, 60 years? Uh, yeah, dipshit, get your head out of the ground. So I would have to go with the UFO story, Dave. Is it, okay, okay. It's a tough call. Yeah. Um, well, hey, well, let's let's dive into the into some tougher stuff and then we'll get to the UFO stuff uh, later on. Hey, you know, guess what happened today? I don't know. So um, it's it, everything's blown up. I mean, things are. I mean, forget about. I mean, Trump's in great shape. I think uh, when you really get past the dust. Uh, great so, shape, of course he is. He's dude. Dude, he's leading DeSantis by forty points. Are you kidding me? By the way, get a little closer to the microphone so the people at home can hear you. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Um, so just today, Devin Archer. So um, you may may not have heard this name pop in and out. Um, he's a longtime business associate of Hunter. They used to be best pallies, best. Okay. Um, and they used to hang out. And then what would happen is uh, Uncle Joe, Mr. 10 Percenter, he'd call in like during the dinner time. Yeah. And it's like, well, I didn't ever talk business with them. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, just they talked about the weather. And right. the Packers won. Yeah. So it was just he, 21 casual calls. Really no business at all. Just casual, casual phone calls. Yeah. But good for him. He's actually stepping up. He's just, I don't know if he, usually once you're in that little circle, and by the way, they were trying to arrest him just to shut him up. That's why. No, and actually, that's part of the story that's huge. The New York State U.S. Attorney in New York, the Department of Justice, tried to intervene over the weekend, Dave, Mm. and arrest him and jail him prior to his public testimony in Congress on uh, this Monday, which is today, July 31st. So, I mean, that is, I mean, if that is not the Gestapo in action, Dave, I don't know what is. It's, it's brown shirt times 10. Uh, but sure enough, he, he, he alive and kicking house oversight committee. Now the only bummer was behind closed doors, right? But already within minutes, you knew, you knew he was going to give up the goods and he did. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be hearing more about him, and I would give him protective service, like you wouldn't believe. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but ultimately, not only do we have the paperwork now, the receipts. Yeah. But basically, over and over, Joe not only lined that he didn't have another grandkid, uh, lined that he did not discuss business with Hunter. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. now on the phone, 
Yeah. They were selling the brand of Burisma, okay, yeah. as the corrupt Ukrainian energy 21 times. About. 21, 21 times. times. 21 uh, times he put him on speakerphone, him being Joe Biden, when he was vice president. 21 to get this, times. To get 10%. So Hunter's yeah. being paid eight grand a, 80 grand a month yeah. to do what? He doesn't know Ukraine. He doesn't know. It's just it's a slush fund payoff, which we've been right. talking about forever. But right. it's not. You know what's good, dude? The stuff that we literally now, we've been talking about for two, three, four years. Yeah. Here it is. It's now being like a, a, yeah. un, unleashing the veil. It is. Yeah. So I feel, I feel good about that. And good for Devin for stepping up. I mean, this is going to run deep. This is the thing that's going to be even CNN, even CNN had this as a headline news piece today. Um, what, how do you think it's looking now? Is, is this going to lead to anything else? Yeah, it's hard to tell, Dave. I mean, that's really the $24 million question. Um, one PS to the, to the story and all the facts, which you quite nicely brought our audience up to speed on. So, you know, the breaking news uh, post the congressional testimony behind closed doors, as you mentioned with Archer, is that he also testified that Joe Biden met with Moscow's mayor's wife in Georgetown. Now, there was always rumors about this relationship between Biden, the, the Moscow mayor's wife, and, and kind of protecting them and so forth. But now there's proof that he met with the mayor's wife in Georgetown, Washington, D.C. area, and she then wired three and a half, and they have the SARS, they have the suspicious activity reports from the United States Treasury to prove this. We have the actual receipts. She then wired three and a half million dollars to Hunter Biden to keep, and then Jill Biden basically magically, guess what happened? Kept her off the sanctions list. So magically, this Russian citizen then is no longer on the sanctions list, and she can go about her business, uh, you know, uh, lining her pockets and so forth. Dave, it's just another chapter, just another another page in the chapter of this disgusting Biden crime family. And I think what's going to happen to your question, all this stuff is going to mount, the Devin Archer stuff, the SARS reports, everything else. In like six, eight, nine months by, I'm going to say March, April next year when the presidential campaign kicks into high gear, Joe's going to disappear. He's yes. going to take a medical position. Something's going to happen. He, 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 they'll, just, they'll, they'll write it off. It'll be a medical thing or whatever. He, is going, he will not allow – the Democratic machine will not allow him to be impeached, but he will just go quietly into that good night. They have multiple uh, ways to pick the exact day, and they've, they're, 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 it's like they got a, uh, you know Excel spreadsheet. Well, which day is it going to be? And they'll pick the right time that they think they can make the move and bring in Gavin. But it's interesting to think that they really have. I mean, the laptop from hell really is more, more than anything, even yeah. more than the Russian nonsense with, with Trump, yeah. exposing the, the depth of corruption, not of only just the Bidens, but the whole Democrat, the DNC, really. Yeah, I mean, it. It's amazing. I mean, there's another great, there's just one little thing that when you give money, when Hunter was taking money via that agreement with Burisma, Joe Biden should it is it's a felony violation of the foreign agents registration act yeah i mean okay if you could spend you could spend an hour trying to really dig into what that one is that but that's just one of many actual felony violations yeah. that the that the laptop exposes and now Devin is now backing it up as yeah. somebody who was part of that so that well i know awesome. i know you're going to get onto another piece of the story in a yes. second dave but it's a, you know it just goes to show you that being in the white house matters because the department of justice in this case merrick garland appointed by and reports to uh, the president of the United States, POTUS, Joe Biden, illegitimately installed in the White House. He's not the real president, as we all know. But they're the only branch, they're the only group that can bring prosecutorial charges. So we either need to figure out a way to do this at a, at a U.S. attorney level, get a, get, a, get a sympathetic U.S. attorney in a certain state to bring charges. 
um, you know, or something because otherwise, you know, look, that, that laptop from hell, David, 2019, that came into the hands of, of, of Steve Bannon, uh, and, uh, Rudy Giuliani, 2019. And the contents were dumped out on the marketplace three weeks before the election of 2020 for everybody to see. And that's when, that's when all the cover up began. That's when the 50 Intel officers lied in public. That's why their security clearances need to be stripped immediately. And that's why we have to declassify everything, Dave. Everything. All of it. The UFO stuff, Kennedy, everything. All of it. Day one. Boom. Drop a hammer. Declassify it all. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to hear, see the hearings on that. Um, but as a quick, let, let's go back in time just another three days. Uh, we've talked many times how aren't there enough, even just one, can it, it's amazing how just one person can, can change a, a country's direction. How many judges just show pure cowardice over and over, whether you're talking about the Arizona right. elections? And we keep saying, can't, isn't there one brave soul out there? And sure enough, there was. Yep. Out of nowhere. We know that uh, just a couple weeks ago when we on our last po- last podcast, we talked about Hunter's sweetheart deal, right? Uh, sweeping it all under the rug. It's like, oh, yeah, all those uh, those quote unquote felonies were going to and don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, and sure enough, a uh, Delaware U.S. District Judge Mary Ellen Noriega. Mm-hmm. That's N-O-R-E-I-K-A. <clears throat> Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. For people who are taking out their saying. number two pencil at home and writing this down. Yeah, they're right. Well, good for you, Mary Ellen. Um, out of nowhere, she says, uh-uh, not in my, not in my courthouse. Because basically, on numerous, there's numerous levels why this whole uh, agreement was, was nonsense. Besides the fact that he could never be prosecuted for future crimes, <laughs> which is ridiculous. So be, she basically told the, uh, the uh, you know, Hunter's team, yeah, we're going to tear this sucker up because it's a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Even though it's basically, you know, all this money you got from the Chinese investment companies and the Ukrainian energy companies, uh-uh, the plea bargain's done. Yeah. So this was, a, I mean, I think everyone was shocked by, by her ruling because they thought, oh, I think she was actually put in place by a Democrat. Yeah, no, and 100%. I don't know what, what, what her track record is, but good well, for you, Yeah, Josh. no, I think it's amazing. Like, among other things, two things. Number one, she's like, I think this is a quote. She's like, what, you expect me to rubber stamp this? I mean, that was one <laughs> quote. And then number two, basically, under the terms of, of the pause, there's like a pause in place now on the agreement. They have to figure out something else. There's got to be a new plea agreement reached or whatever. Uh, he's got to get a job. Hunter Biden has like to get that. a regular job under uh, this uh, court proceeding. So, you know, we'll see if, if if artist you know counts as that or not, uh, Dave. I, but did you see? Did you see the other list of stuff he has to abide by? Not possess a firearm. Oh, right. in trouble. Not right. use or possess any controlled substance. Okay, yeah. how about just from two weeks ago in the White House? <laughs> right. <laughs> no use of alcohol at all. Oh right. my gosh. And everybody yeah, who knows anybody, know. like Dan Bongino, who was a Secret Service guy, they all the Secret Service. They're all covering for it. They all know whose coke it is. It was his. They're covering yeah. the story. They're covering the tracks. I mean, it's just it's just so pathetic at this point. I love it. So I, I the, the backpedaling we had to catch because just because of this one judge, it shows you it's important. Yeah, yeah not only elected, but they have to step up. It's they they're. I mean, this is the time. You can't just dilly dally. Oh, we can just pass the buck or yeah. kind of move it to the next courthouse. You know, so good for her, and we'll see if this um, has any uh, any further. I think it will. I think th- I think this is going to just keep everything wide open as long as a Devin Archer stays alive. <laughs> Seriously, no, <laughs> yeah. serious. No, he's got to go into like U.S. Okay. Marshals Witness Protection Program. Dude, dude, give me that segue right into uh, Obama's chef. Then That's let's a good do it. Segue. Let's do it. That's a great segue. So. I- yeah, so so I think I, folks may or may not know this, but basically uh, the longtime 
chef for the Obamas under both uh, their his uh, both terms in the White House. Um, uh, last week, uh, mysteriously uh, drowned and died while supposedly paddleboarding directly off the waterfront of where the Obamas' uh, house is in Martha's Vineyard. Um, so that was a huge breaking story. And of course, the the very first thing, that, the very first counter narrative that comes out is, oh, the Obamas weren't home at the time. Oh, interesting. That's funny how that's the first story you hear. Not what happened to the guy, what are the circumstances. Oh, no, the Obamas weren't home at the time. So, so fast forward, there's a lot of spin cycle going on in the news. What happened to this guy? And everyone said, oh, well, he, <laughs> this is the great thing about internet, Dave. And like, so there was all these stories trying to be planted by the left wing media. It's like, oh, he couldn't swim very well. And he was out by himself. He didn't have a life jacket. And like literally seconds later, some video popped up on the internet where the guy was like, he's a really good swimmer. He took, actually took lessons in, 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 in an apartment pool in New York. And he was actually like a really pretty good, pretty proficient swimmer. So, you know, so that sort of stripped down that sort of excuse. And then mysteriously, and I don't know if this goes into the conspiracy, you know, but hey, look, as far as conspiratorial theorists go, I think we're winning like nine, mm-hmm. nine to one. I think we're nine wins, one loss. Oh, I mean, fine. I think, I think oh, folks fine. on our side are, are doing well. So there, this picture surfaced, Dave, just a couple of days yeah. ago of Obama spotted at a golf course with seriously bandaged fingers and uh, a huge black eye. Right, a huge welt, yeah, a huge welt on his face. Now, this you've never seen this in eight years. I mean, we haven't seen this ever. Like he's never had a huge black eye, and why were all his fingers bandaged with band aids and taped up and all the rest of it? Well, you know, isn't it interesting that his personal chef just died? They were very close friends. There's been a lot of rumors about Barack. You know, what side of the plate he swings from? We know which side of the plate. His wife swings from, which is the other side of the plate. And I'm just saying, maybe there was something going on there between, uh, you know, Barack Hussein and the chef. They had a little altercation, and uh, you know, the dude went down, and uh, he didn't like it, and game over. I don't know. I'm just saying. This guy, when you're the chef, you basically get to hear and see a little bit of everything, right? Uh, and I'm not even going to talk about how Clinton's ex-chef also passed away mysteriously a few years back. Okay, because that's that's the Clintons. Yeah, man. That's you a little anywhere within yeah. a mile of Well, them I mean, for folks at home, I think it's an important thing to note. The Clinton chef mysteriously died right after they left office, too. But, but you know, it's a funny how the left and the DNC immediately go into cover mode. Yeah. And then they it gets them all into they go down that rabbit hole within seconds and they just build more and more lies on nothing. And it all yeah. falls apart. Oh, he's paddleboarding in the ocean. No, he was in, in the pond. Oh, he's a good. He's a terrible swimmer. No, he's a good swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and hey, you know what? Uh, how close was he to Barack? Did they get into fights? Was there a, uh, and then all of a sudden uh, he's dead. And, and then there was a whole thing about the body. Like, yeah. And then they weren't, oh, they weren't home. Oh, they were at home. So, and, uh, yeah, that could, um, that's fun for months. Let's, you know, let's yeah. see how that plays out. Yeah. No, a lot of, lot of weird stuff there. And, uh, you know, now is it a distraction play, you know, to eh. sort of distract us from, no. you know, just, the, the, the noise, stuff. not the signal. It's just fun stuff. But I mean, you know, this is this is in the laundry list of people that have, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure if you mentioned this, Dave, but he was actually writing a book on his experiences at the White House. Oh, that's and it was a tell-all book, and oh. that's actually come out. Is that true? Oh yeah, hundred oh, percent. No, that's come out. That's come out in public, and so it's funny how these people that are close to the Clintons or the Obamas, they're about to write these tell-all books, and all of a sudden they're dead. They disappear. Wow. Sand. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, hey, one of my favorite new prime ministers out there in Europe, um, Maloney out there in uh, Italy. Not, I'm not happy with her lately. I got to tell okay. you, I'm, What's going I, on? I have a little crush on her. Um, she just showed up at the White House also last week out of nowhere. Okay. Um, not happy with that either, being, being all cozy. And, of course, Biden leans in in the, the photo in the, in the Oval Office, tries to smell her hair. Oh, Jesus. Now, she's a little old for him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he still tried to lean like, in. Like kinda, 45 years old? Like 45 years yeah, too old? Yeah, she's about 45, way too old for, for Joe. Yeah. Uh, she kind of brushed him off, but I'm not happy with that. And, and she's also showed several times about it. She's not being tough enough on the uh, – on the invasion of her country. Right. So um, I don't like the fact that she's sharing values and support for Ukraine and meeting with Joe. So right, right. Miss Maloney, I hope this was just a small bump in the road and you get back on doing the right thing for the people of Italy. 100%. Dude, I'm over here on Fox News. I do want to talk just for two minutes. We have a two or three just kind of for folks who are keeping track at home, a couple of bullet stories just to update folks. But you know, this whole UFO congressional hearing story, I'm not sure if folks at home were paying attention to this, but, you know, this past week, um, a former head of uh, national intelligence and two F-18 pilots were brought in, they're whistleblowers, and they were brought in to testify about unmanned vehicles or UFOs, as we used to call them. And of course, we all know this has been going on since the 50s and the 60s, and the CIA has been basically directing all of this with unlimited budgets, shadow budgets, and so forth. But here's the big drop, Dave. So this, Anna, I think it was Anna Polina Luna or Nancy Mace or one of the Republican Congress people was uh, uh, questioning this witness. And they were like, okay, well, what did you find? What kind of craft are they? You know, where are they being kept? And he's like, well, I can't tell you X, Y, Z. It's only in a skiff in a secured facility. It's, it's classified. But she did ask certain questions. And basically, it came fully out that they have recovered craft, number one. And number two, they have recovered non-human biological material from those crafts. What does that mean? That means aliens. That means people that that means that means not humans that were flying these craft and you think Area 51's a joke or whatever? No, that is where they do all this work in Nevada, where actually I am right now in Nevada, and they do all this work uh, in total top secret. And they're trying to basically reverse engineer the uh, the uh, you know the engineering behind how these things fly and how they go from basically hovering to Mach four in like a second. Like, how do you do that? How do you go from zero to 2,400 miles an hour in one second? It opens up a whole can of worms of questions and stuff like Nancy Mace is asking, well, what about kind of energy potential? Could, could we learn from this craft? Sure. Seriously. Sure, absolutely. And, and it's one of those things. We, we just we want everything to be, like you were saying, we want everything to be exposed. We want it all out there. We're, we're big boys and girls. We can handle it. Lay it on us. And exactly. And if, uh, if, if they now, this guy, was, he was a great, uh, I forget his name. But uh, he laid it out there, and uh, I thought it was fascinating. Carl yeah. Sagan, I wish he was alive to have seen this because he would have just loved every second of it. Former U.S. Naval Intelligence Officer David Grush was the main dude, yes. and there was two other ex-F-18 uh, pilots who had firsthand encounters with these uh, UFOs, and they had to take physical – it's almost like a Kodak moment. They had to take Polaroids with their own cameras because the alien craft rendered their technology – it workable. It just wouldn't work. Wow. So they actually took pictures with their own, you know, their own uh, phone, their own camera. I love it. Let's let's have some more of that, man. It's crazy stuff, dude. Um, so I've got a couple of other interesting stories. Uh, this one's probably worth like 15 seconds. I'm over on Gateway Pundit. Here's the headline, dude. Uh, dancing shirtless man pumping gas in New York City stabbed to death by offended Muslim. Oh. 
this actually is way better on video. So I'm, I'm, I'm too bad. We're just a podcast at this point and not on video, but one day we will be. Um, so apparently the suspect, a 17 year old Muslim male was seen on surveillance, stabbing the victim to death at a gas pump. The victim was a gay black male who was dancing around in pink swim trunks, uh, when a group of Muslims confronted him about his offensive behavior, they didn't like it. So they killed him. Are you is this, is this a, are you running for a National Enquirer editor? I, 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 you know, dude, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to pass any judgment on this story one way or the other. I'm just going to sort of say – I'm just going to lay it out there and say, you know, this is an interesting story. This is like very, very <laughs> interesting story. Um, but I got to tell you, two more I got. Breitbart uh, headline here, quote, this is Canada back in the home country. Transsexual requests euthanasia in Canada over pain from sex change surgery. So this is classic. This is this is trannies gone wrong. Uh, they've had the surgery. They don't like it. And guess what? Too late. Uh, you can't reverse it. Yeah. So now there's a story of a woman. She's a Canadian citizen. It's so bad. She actually wants to put herself on the euthanasia list in Canada because she just doesn't want to live. That's and, sad. And that's, that's just – it's sad. And what it shows you is the moral decay in our country and what is happening around the world. Uh, but we have control over that and we have control over our family. So we're not going to let it happen. Last one I got, Dave. This You're going to love this one. Los Angeles story for you, my friend. Uh, headline report on Breitbart, quote, not one eighth grader at LeBron James, I promise new school has passed the state math test in three years. Congratulations to LeBron and all of his woke uh, friends and MBA retards and all the idiots that go to his stupid little school in Los Angeles. Yeah, he, LeBron thought, oh, I'm just going to uh, sprinkle a little pixie dust on, on on this place. And yeah, all the kids will be bright and they'll be, uh, you know, uh, uh, A-plus students. Yeah, uh, total fail. Yeah. Uh, my last one real quick, and this is another kind of, you know, uh, turning the page. Uh, how long have we been using incandescent light bulbs? Oh, for God, 140 a long time. years. Yeah. Guess what? Starting August 1st, goodbye, gone. Because of the madness and because they think that we're just children and they know better. So starting August 1st, you will no longer be able to own, actually purchase, incandescent light bulbs. Mm. If you've already got a stash of them, that's fine. So the DOE, another corrupt three-letter agency that has to be completely overhauled. Right. These ridiculous, absurd climate goals yep. um, are putting them out of, out of – So and it's also going to be illegal to, to sell them. I mean, like you could go to jail and be fine. It's, it's absurd beyond belief. Uh, and we already know, just like with electric cars and all the rest, the replacement bulbs cost three to four times as much. Yeah. And there's no, and they're also toxic, like to get rid of them. They've right. got that, that horrible metal in there. And, and once again, who does this hurt the most, Frank? Poor yeah. people. And what does it sound like? Uh, it sounds like the rechargeable batteries in Teslas. It sounds like the wind turbines, all of which take millions of years to decompose. It's all a total joke. Yeah. Dave, great to see you this week. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Great to have you back. Great to see you. Great to hear you. And uh, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're also out there on social media, at Rant and Rave 1776 on all social media platforms. And Dave, you know, we will see you down the road on the right side.